Hi everyone, welcome back to Chat Shit Get Fit, Is It Bad For You? This is a series where we explore numerous things in the health and fitness industry, looking at the science and diving into our own thoughts to come to a pretty solid conclusion to if something is indeed bad for you. This week we explore the new kid on the block as I call it, CrossFit. It's been around quite a while now, but in comparison to other sports and training modalities, it's still fairly new and this is where I think a lot of the backlash stems from, picking on the new guy. Now, if you're a long-term listener, you'll know we've spoken about CrossFit a couple of times in the past, but this time we're going deeper than ever. And we've got some brand new scientific papers looking at injury rates of CrossFit participants. We also dive into our own thoughts though. Um, and FYI, it's not just an hour of biased opinions. Yes, I do do CrossFit, but Tom doesn't. And as you'll see when we get onto our Instagram polls, it was a 50-50 split in people who do and don't. So we got some really sort of mixed responses, which is uh, obviously great to see. That's not all though. We cover a plethora of topics in this one, including the wide range of variety in CrossFit movements, the difference between the sport and the training modality, people doing too much too soon, the brand CrossFit itself, looking at things like the CrossFit tax and its stance on numerous things such as nutrition. And we, of course, dive into all your responses to our Instagram polls. Oh, and guys, if you'd like to get involved in our polls and hear what we have to say on your response, then make sure you go and follow our Instagram account. It's at chatshitgetfitpodcast. It'll also be links down below in the show notes. Uh, we also post updates and video content on there as well as links to our live streams when we do them. So yeah, let's go full send into CrossFit. Good evening, Tom. Good evening, young man. What do you mean, good evening, young man? No, that sounded really sinister. It didn't mean to sound sinister. Bear in mind, people aren't going to be aware of this, but what have we just been talking about pre-podcast on Twitch? And you now calling me young man. It's sucking just, uh, you cover you, off. <laughs> well, no, you just said you got, yeah, you said you got aroused at me, sucking a lice lolly, and now you're just calling me young man. This is getting very sinister, Tom. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, God bless her if she is does listen to this episode, but uh, when I was in the gym today, uh, I had someone who I know of from the gym give me the middle finger across the gym floor so I was like well what have I done to deserve that and they did it again to me and then uh as uh, as as she got closer she did the older uh, you know <coughs> the older the old blowy hand sign so yeah. I said to her like she got closer <laughs> what, what the fuck was that for she went it's okay I listened to your podcast I thought like you would kind of be okay with it and get the humor so I was like yeah sure but still pretty wild mind, though that it does blow like just just assumes that you'd like be okay yeah. with her doing like, the blowy sign because you and how are you I mean if, that? if they are listening to this episode you know God bless you yeah thanks for tuning in yeah thanks for that made my day maybe just um, maybe just calm down the blowy signs in the in a public space um, yeah not everyone listens to the podcast my they friends put it up on CCTV that was funny <laughs> <laughs> well what a great start to this week's episode I know it is mega what Blowies are we talking about this week surely it's a, a topic we've not touched on yet. No, I don't think we've touched this. We might, you know, I don't. No, I don't think we have, Tom. No, definitely not nah. touched this before. Never, never in this year and a half podcast have we touched on this topic. Never. Um, no, no, we are talking about CrossFit this week, and we have actually spoke about this a few times. Joke aside, uh, yeah. not to the not to the depth. Of, I mean, what depth? No. So we spoke about it once as a myth myths episode, which yeah. is about injuries, which we are going to touch on again today. Like people get injured doing CrossFit because we've got new data now from that since that last episode, which is quite interesting. Um, and we spoke about it. Uh, what we was it? I think we called it CrossFit 2020. We just gave our opinions on it. This is when we had Andy as well as one of the hosts, and he does CrossFit as well. So it was kind of just our like thoughts. Whereas today we're going to get a little bit more balls yeah. deep into it, um, give a bit more of a. In the meantime, it's what like two years on from that podcast, about nearly. 
Well, yeah, nearly, yeah, nearly two nearly years old. Something yeah. like that, or a year and a half. In the meantime, new evidence has come out in regards to CrossFit. Uh, certainly fits uh, your bias, Bill. So, yeah, it is uh, CrossFit Part 2, The Empire Strikes Back. I like it. Oh, the Empire. You said CrossFit's an empire. Well, to be fair, I'm not wrong. To be fair, mate, I was about to say, the way they operate is very... I'm not wrong. Empire-ish, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's, uh, it's it's not exactly a democracy, is it? No, it's not. It's more. Well, they're very... making changes. That they've been sacking people off. Uh, oh, okay. What do you mean, like lining up against the wall and you know, the old chick, chick, sacking them off that way? How is how's your brain gone straight to that? What's wrong with you? <laughs> are you a critic of knockout? Are you? Oh, you know. Moving swiftly on. What what is CrossFit? <laughs> I think we should start there. Should we start? I don't there? know why old Mac did a German voice, but yeah. So yeah, what is CrossFit, Bill? Well, I'm going to tell you what CrossFit is according to CrossFit because, you know, there's no bias involved there. So <laughs> this is their definition. It is a lifestyle characterised by a safe, effective exercise and sound nutrition. <laughs> Let me read that again. What? Sounds like they're projecting okay. there. Yeah, okay. A lifestyle characterised by safe, effective exercise and sound nutrition. Right, we're going to come on to that, little fuckers. Um, yeah. CrossFit can <laughs> I be know used where you're accompli- going with that. Yeah, you know where I'm going with this, don't you? CrossFit can be used to accomplish any goal from improved health to weight loss to better performance. So they've got a wide range of uh, goals they're tackling there. Uh, the programme works for everyone. People who are just starting out and people who have trained for years. So straight away, it sounds incredible, doesn't it? Yeah. They're going to change your, change your world. I mean, um, is is that the end of the explanation they gave? Or no, they give. Well, there's one more line which is separate. This is the one people normally hear. If someone asks you what the definition of CrossFit is, essentially they'll normally say constantly varied functional movements performed yeah. at high intensity. I mean, to be honest with you, that's still like if I was a newbie and I'd never heard of CrossFit before, I'd still leave from that uh, description thinking I, I still have no idea what the fuck CrossFit is. I mean, um, you know, like when I think of bodybuilding, I think of well movements that are specifically there to kind of like grow my muscles so i think of things like oh bench press bicep curls long reps you know uh that's 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 usually the first thing that points to my mind if i think of powerlifting straight away i'm thinking of bench press deadlift squatting low reps high weight etc um but when you think of crossfit i mean how would how would you describe it quickly just rewind i think I think the way the reason you're saying that maybe is just because older maybe those those training modalities are quite old and they've had a lot of yeah. media attention over the years. Whereas CrossFit's quite new still, isn't it? So CrossFit has like these exercises that are that are involved. Yeah, they in, are. Uh, yeah. You know the modalities I just mentioned, but like what kind of sets it apart? I mean, to me, it's like mostly like it's Olympic lifts. It mm. is high intensity. Uh, a lot of them do seem to be kind of like so workouts of the day is quite a popular thing. Wads in mm. cro- in CrossFit. And it's basically like a, a select bunch of exercises that are kind of paired together. But to me as well, I think CrossFit is not just about the type of exercise, but also the training methods involved. So CrossFit's known yeah, for like sure. its AMRAPs, EMOMs. Yeah, it's popularised. I mean, they're not they're not new training methods, by the way. Yeah, they're, they're old, not. But they just they've been popularised by CrossFit again. That's, that's it's it. something that is almost like it's it's you you it's not rare to find that in like in every workout i'd say it's more popular to find those in like your regular kind of crossfit routine as opposed to say like a just a general strength training one it's not that you won't find things like an emom in like a general strength program etc yeah, emom is used all the time emom is really good but yeah crossfit but quite crossfit popular, it's it? almost like it's the training method is just as important as the actual exercises themselves i mean does that kind of sound right it's more competition based 
Uh, well, yeah, we're going to come on to it, aren't we? We're going to talk about the difference between the sport and the training modality. I mean, if for context, people aren't aware, I do CrossFit. I've been doing it for quite some, some time now. Yeah, do, yeah, I do that, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I do. It's funny, that, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and Tom, you, would do, you don't do CrossFit, do you? Apart from that one workout we whoa, did whoa, all those whoa, years whoa, ago. Whoa. I, I have you know, every now and again, I will touch a ski erg. Oh, you still touch a ski erg, do you, after that workout we did? Also, I had an energy drink the other day that contained BCAAs in it. So things are getting pretty serious in yeah, the... Yeah, uh, say, mate. In my world of CrossFit. Next you'll be buying knee sleeves, wrist wraps, hand grips. Oh yeah, headband. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no ball shirt. <laughs> That's the classic at the moment, isn't it? No ball. They're far too expensive. Yeah. We'll talk about that later as well. We'll, yeah, we'll talk yeah. about that later. We're going to talk about loads today. It's going to be jam-packed episode, guys. Uh, but yeah, so that's the context. Obviously, I'll do it. Um, Tom's pretty much hit the nail on the head. I'd... I'd Basically, what it is from a training modality point of view, it's just lots and lots of different movements, very varied, but with the idea to get you ready for anything that life throws at you. The whole that's why they use the word functional a lot, even though we can talk about that term. Very big on compound movements. Yeah, very big. So I don't think you'd ever find like a bicep curl in isolation in like a CrossFit. uh, You might do if you were if you were a competitive athlete, you might be doing a few bicep curls, some accessory stuff. But for the most average gym guy, you would never. I'd find it very unlikely that you'd find a bicep curl programmed into a CrossFit class. Tricep push downs for time. Yeah, no, it's not happening, is it? (laughs) I've not seen it. But yeah, you're right. It's a lot of compound stuff. You can say a lot of cardio based stuff as well. Ah, here's one, Bill. Come machines. Mm. Don't really tend to find machines in CrossFit, do you? So you won't find leg press emoms. No, 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 you don't. It's all the only machines you'll find are CV machines like rowers, assault bikes, ski ergs. Oh, sorry, yeah, I meant like uh, resistance, yeah, meant, pure resistance, meant, yeah, resistance based machines. No, you won't find those in there. It's very free weight based because I, th- I think it's well, if you think about it, like from a trainer point of view, free weights you could say are more functional because you're having to do more. You have to be more stable when you use them. You have to, it requires more all round body. So if you do a squat on a uh, Smith machine compared to a free weight, you're having to use a lot more core you have to stabilize yourself a lot more which is more realistic to how you would sit down and stand up does that make sense so i yeah. think that's why they go down that route because that's how you'd move around i that. mean we could so, get into the argument that like functional exercise is specific to the task at hand but that's a whole yeah, yeah, different yeah. argument but we're just saying like you know just in, in general like uh yeah like these free weight based movements will require a little bit more stabilization let's say um god that kills me to say that but yeah but I mean, um, but that's what that's what makes sense to people listening. That pretty, yeah, that it makes make sense, sense to them. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I think we'll uh, we're going to come more onto what you'll probably understand more across it as we go through the episode. But that was kind of just like a quick overview. We are going to dive into some polls now. We're not going to do all the polls because I'm going to save one poll for the end. Um, but we are going to go through some, and of course, this is, this is my favourite bit. Yeah, you know what I really like about these polls, Tom. Uh, well, this one particularly, sorry, is when I asked the first question I asked was, "Do you do CrossFit?" and I was very happy to find that the results are very even because it means we, the response we got pri- uh, post that were obviously going to be less biased, you know? Yeah. Because if everyone done CrossFit, I mean, uh, they're going to be I'll like, be honest, that's amazing. surprising to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 52% of people said yes, 48% of people said no. Jesus. So it's very even, which is brilliant because it means the responses we got after weren't all just people going, I mean, it's amazing. You've actively admitted to me in the past that you personally block and delete people that don't do CrossFit. <laughs> so that is surprising that you're letting these people slip through the net, Bill. Yeah, okay. You know, having these people <laughs> challenge your bias, it, it's... I know, mate, yeah. Letting the team I down. Like to, I like to live in an echo chamber, that's me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no outside thoughts. <laughs> um, right, I'll move on to the next question, Tom. I then asked, do you think CrossFit is dangerous? Because obviously this this episode is a, you know, probably it's CrossFit Battlefield. And what do you think, Tom? Have a guess. What do you think the responses were? Ooh, um, 
it's a bit of a hard one actually because of the result of the first poll there. Because if it was people that were, you know, their opinions are more lenient and biased towards our kind of viewpoint, then I would say that most people would have said that it's uh, it's not exactly inherently dangerous. Mm. But after that first result, oh, I don't know, Bill. Go, go on, reveal the answer to me. Right, I reveal the answer to you, mate. It was. 83% of people said no and 17% of people said yes. The majority of people did say no, which is, once again, sometimes I feel like, you mentioned it on the last episode, actually, you said you feel like they're just saying these things because they know that's what we want to hear. Yeah. Almost like they know what we're yeah. going to say. So it's always like, uh, yeah. Questionnaire. Yeah, exactly. Next one then, we're going to, I asked, um, what do you think of CrossFit as a training modality? I did ask as well, what do they think of CrossFit as a brand? But we are going to come on to that later as we talk about CrossFit as a brand. Two totally different questions. Yeah. yeah, two different questions. Yeah, so it's like you know, I I like Germany, but I don't like the Third Reich. What? What? <laughs> what? What? Well, it's very simple. Have, have you been watching like World War Two documentaries? No, no, you, no. You... Look, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I'm just, I, I, I just, it's an easy comparison to make, isn't it? You know. I like I like CrossFit, but I don't like CrossFit the brand. Yeah, I get you. Well, there might be some people out there that are keen on the Third Reich, but don't like Germany, which would be really weird. Do I keep this in? That's the question. Or do I cut it out? <laughs> this is for the Twitch listeners only. <laughs> I'll definitely keep Why it in Why do I keep now? doing that voice? You're getting cancelled. Yeah, yeah you'll, you'll better do some like, solid editing later. Right. Let's go to these responses then, Tom. So these, this is what people thought of CrossFit as a training modality. Uh, Fern, appreciate your response. Not bad. <laughs> straight to the point. Good job, Yeah, Fern. straight to the point. Not bad. Brilliant. Uh, we then got Ashley. She has put, fantastic. It's pushed me to achieve so much more than I thought I could. So that's a very glowing review there. And Good. she put, I've grown in strength and confidence and made so many friends. Now, that is a really important point about making friends. Yeah. That's something we're probably going to talk more on. Um, that's something. Forward. That's a good point. And yeah, it's, it's something I'm going to bring up more towards the end. But no, good point yeah. actually. Very, very good point. Yeah. Um, oh, hang on. No, there's. Oh, this is. There's another one. She's. She's absolutely. Uh, she's gone like full send on. Uh, on the polls here. Is it a free uh, part? She, yeah. She's put. It's helped me embrace my pain. Uh, me embrace pain and push my barriers. Full send is now a thing for me. I like. See the terminology okay. there gets me. <laughs> full send. Is this someone that you're training, by the way? Uh, they they do go to the gym, yeah. Yeah, I thought so. To, using your yeah. language, yeah, full send. I feel like I've just. To be fair, this person as well, actually, she the amount of times I spoke to her and she's mentioned our phrases, like you know the phrases we say on the podcast constantly. How many people at Folk Fit are now doing Brecon points? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I do. I direct people to the changing room. <laughs> you serious? Yeah, mate. Straight to the point. Changing room, two hundred meters. I control you, mate. Nah, <laughs> uh, not two hundred meters. Gym ain't that big. Jokes aside of the full send thing, though, I'm going to talk about that later because I actually think there is a negative side to the terminology full send, which I'm going to come on to. It's all, it's all fun and games, but there is a negative side to it. So I'm going to have to bring it's a It's all fun and games until you actually go full send. Yeah, it's all fun and games until you go full send. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, then we've got another one here. As good as others, if correct education is provided practically and theoretically. Okay. Evans put sometimes fun way of getting fitter, stronger, etc., and a great community from my experience. Yeah, that's a really good point, sir. Okay, it's interesting. So the modality part of it really uh, is really good. However, I do not agree with their nutrition side of it. Something we're probably going to talk about more later on. Yeah, fucking too right we are. Um, Art <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Clean, one of our uh, top patrons. She's um, Clean. put great from a community perspective. Once again, banging on that community drum, which is something we're probably going to talk more about. Yep. Uh, we've then got, I have a mate who says the actual workouts are fine if you ignore the whole sport aspect. 
Interesting. As I said, we are going to talk about that different that difference between the between the two. Uh, Daniel's put it has its place, but after compound lifts have been mastered and progressions have stalled. Think about terminology, Tom. I'm gonna to have to disagree there. Um, yeah, I mean, what 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 do we clarify as master and lift? Master, yeah, that's interesting. Is it when we have perfect technique? Because that's really, impossible. technique can change, and also it can break down as you're maxing down anyway. And yeah, what is the criteria for perfecting the movements? Is it when we get to a certain mm-hmm. weight, or when our spine's completely aligned? Because as I said, like as you go heavier, your spine starts to break down. You turn to Fern, you'll appreciate this: a human shrimp. Human shrimp, yeah. You got you got a shrimp, mate. You're going for a PB, mate. If you're not shrimping, it's not a PB. Yep, it's not That's a PB. Not so a PB. yeah, um also it does have like a negative connotation behind it where like you should not be doing these movements. It creates a barrier. Well, that's that's almost put a barrier to CrossFit. Yeah. Right? Because you're saying you've got to then go you can't join CrossFit until you've gone to a gym and learnt the compound lifts before you then can start CrossFit when really you should be going to CrossFit to learn like you'll learn those lifts and you'll you know you'll get better at those lifts as you do. It almost reminds me of that particular term that I really dislike and it's earning the right. Earning the right, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's no, a big barrier. Term, like you know? that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, earn the right to progress, yeah, but not for these arbitrary standards of perfection. Yeah, sure. Uh, or Big Pete, another one of our patrons, has uh, got in touch. He says, "I like it. It's taking the circuit training that we used to do, and this is uh, someone in the military. So he's talking about the circuit training they used to do in the military. Uh, it's taking it further, and it's added more, which is a really good point. It's taken the basic crap they used to do, and it's given it a bit more excitement, a bit more specificity as well. You could say yeah. a lot of the stuff you do in CrossFit is actually really relevant to a military setting, where you can actually load yourself now properly as well. Mm. God, yeah, remember sure. like back in the days where it was just like push ups and sit ups." Oh, fuck me. It's yeah, like, God. how are you supposed to load yourself apart from just doing more reps? Push-ups, sit-ups, and a run while we, I'm a top athlete. Yeah, it's like, oh, great. I can now do 60 push-ups, but what happens when you get like 40 kilos on your back? It's like, ugh. Yeah, yeah. turn into <laughs> yeah. a fucking pretzel. Yeah, uh, oh, this one's great. Adam, he has put fun, Chanel. So he obviously finds CrossFit very fun. I would assume that because he said that. <laughs> Cheers for clarifying, Bill. <laughs> well, you, you never know, mate. Mate, I'm doing this for the listeners, right? Some people bite the clock on, okay? We've got people who listen who set fire to things, all right? We need to... <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, please right. referring to me then. I don't know why. No, no, not you. Not you. Uh, we've then got Sam. He's put best form of group exercise and motivation. Easier to get into than other sports, but similar uh, camaraderie, which I think is a really valid point there. I think compared to other group exercises, uh, sort of classes, yeah, definitely up there. So they were the responses for that one. I said, we've got some more we're going to go into later. Fern's laughing now. I think she clocked on that I was having a, uh, a comment about her her toaster antics on last week's yeah. episode. Also that she was uh, pretty much in a house fire recently. So yeah, we like to have banter Fuck's here. For sake. Are you serious? Fern. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> it's all banter. It's fine. It's She's alive. Human, human fucking torch. Yeah. <laughs> a shit magnet as I call her. Yeah, that wasn't her fault just to clarify. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Okay, so before we go on to more of our own thoughts on what you know, CrossFit and all that stuff is, we are going to look at some evidence because obviously we are an evidence-based podcast and we are talking about is it bad for you? So, um, is it bad for you? So, is CrossFit dangerous? Which is it's still a, a pretty popular stand, 
for a lot of people. A lot of people do tend to think CrossFit can be dangerous. Maybe not so much in our circle, because obviously a lot of people do CrossFit and obviously Tom and that sort of uh, evidence-based community. A lot of people in the outside world, maybe people are a bit elitist to their own sort of powerlifting and bodylift, uh, bodybuilding ways. Um, and we have spoken about data in the past on older episodes, but I'm fully aware that a lot of our new listeners probably haven't listened that far back and I wouldn't recommend it. It's probably shit. Um, <laughs> we've grown since then. We're better now. Uh, yeah. And we've got some new data though. Um, here's a little recap though the data we did explore before so we did have a 2013 paper and this is actually the first one that looked at crossfit and injuries um and the problem with this one though it was a questionnaire based paper so it's quite low quality that you're essentially just sort of asking people things and they're obviously they're going to be they can, they can be very biased can't they so but what they did was they got 132 responses um and 97 of those sustained an injury during crossfit training um and in total, there was 186 injuries reported. So obviously some of them had more than one there. Uh, but the, this is the important thing, okay? This is something we're going to sort of beat on time and time again. And that is the injury rate per 1,000 hours. Mm. This is what we can compare CrossFit to with other sports. Um, and the injury rate, according to this paper, was 3.1 per 1,000 hours, okay? Uh, and when we compared this to other injury rates um, of other sports, it didn't seem that outrageous. And I actually do have a little table here, Tom, so bear with me, mate. When this came out, it was put into like a nice little funky table, which kind of gave you sort of you know, more context of what, how, how it looked. So if we looked at Strongman, uh, that was calculated at 5.5 per 1,000 hours. Yeah. Powerlifting, there was a couple on powerlifting. So somewhere at 4.4, somewhere at 3.7, but then there was some powerlifting where it was all the way down at 0.84. So there's a big disparity there between results on powerlifting papers yeah. and injury per 1,000 hours. Um, Olympic weightlifting was 3.3 and 2.6. CrossFit, as I said, was 3.1. Um, and then bodybuilding was all the way down at 0.24. And I think we spoke about bodybuilders saying it does make sense because it's a very, what's the word? It's it's very hard to do too much sometimes. It's very static, isn't it? Um, it's like quite rigorous. It could be, there's so many factors to play into it here mm. that it's hard to just narrow it down to one thing. But I mean, with bodybuilding, obviously like programming is very rigorous. And also with bodybuilding, like their competition is when they go and pose on the stage. We would say something like CrossFit, the competition is actually performing that exercise to pretty much RPE 5 billion. So, <laughs> 5 billion, do, is that a new scale? <laughs> do, do, you know, do you know what I mean? Like when you're in competition and your competition involves actually doing the exercise, you are going fucking, Bill, full send. Full send. Trademark. Yeah, love it. Yeah, send you are it. going full send, so you're going to injure yourself. Whereas if you're on stage and you're posing at an RP of 10, <laughs> uh, I don't <laughs> know, what, really like, you know, apart from yeah. passing out due to hunger and fatigue, etc., like mm. injury rates would be low. Um, also, like a lot of bodybuilding is, don't get me wrong, like bodybuilding, you do get a lot of like barbell movements, etc. but traditional like professional bodybuilders, etc. a lot of it is like machine-based, etc. where yeah, sure. one of the worst things that could happen is like, if it's like a machine, the machine just goes back down. Obviously, that's not taken into account barbells, etc. There are still injuries, just a lot less. Um, but these papers were one of the main things that changed my bias because years ago, I was in the crowd for, yeah, CrossFit is bad. It's just bad for you. You see all the YouTube videos of people spectacularly failing, etc. Oh, to be fair, you can see that with powerlifting videos online as well. Mm-hmm. You can see that with... You, how many bodybuilding injuries have come out recently i mean look at fucking lavy wheels most fucking injuries at the moment just down to lavy wheels like you know uh killing half of the people he spots um but you know that it's just that when it's crossfit and i feel like i'm repeating myself it's more spectacular looking well it's, it's not even that as well it's because crossfit is essentially the new kid at school 
yeah. it came into the world and it was so different than anything that's ever been out there before. All the big yeah. sports like, who the fuck's this little fucker coming in here doing all its butterfly pull-ups and you know all this sort of mass stuff. So yeah. they just sort of picked in it thought, well, how can we discredit this training modality? And yeah, interest. Yeah. And the thing is like with CrossFit competitions, mm. notice I'm saying competitions here, um, it you're, you are going full send. So, you know, form is going to break down. You know, you tend to, when you, when you increase training stress to that amount, you know, increase for fatigue and injury, etc., does go hand in hand with each other. Mm. It's risk versus reward in a competition setting though, isn't it? Yeah, it's risk versus you're to, reward. You're trying to win something, you know what I mean? It's <laughs> but uh, it's very similar to Olympic weightlifting, the injury rates per 1,000 hours, which doesn't yeah, surprise similar. me at all because at the end of the day, that's what the movements are. Yeah, sure. Um, we've got another one here, Tom, though. So this is another one we spoke about. Uh, this was actually a bigger one that we spoke about in the previous episode. And this was a paper from 2018. And um, this yeah. looked at 3,049 participants, obviously more subjects there. Um, and this looked at people who engaged in CrossFit between 2013 and 2017. And um, once again, this was a questionnaire-based paper. So level of evidence isn't like super high or anything. Um, but that's normally how they do these anyway. And overall... 2018 one, sorry. Yeah, 2018, yeah. yeah. So overall, our findings suggest that the rate of injuries uh, for less engaged participants was 0.74 injuries per 1,000 hours compared to 0.27 injuries per 1,000 hours for those more engaged. Um, Now, we are going to, I think we're going to touch this more uh, when we sort of summarise the papers, but really important to note there that the injury rate was higher for those who are less engaged with CrossFit and those who are basically more engaged. And what that basically means is people who do CrossFit more regularly. So somebody who's maybe doing it once a week and maybe someone who's doing it five times a week. Okay. Yeah. Because you give yourself time to adapt. Yes, exactly. And that's going to be a running theme, especially with these new papers. So we are now going to fast forward to 2021, um, brand new papers. Uh, and we do have quite a bit more data to go off. So the quality is, is still, again, fairly limited. I mean, it's not, we say it's a new paper, but it's not that, like, it's only been a few years apart, really. So they've got, there's not like super loads and more, uh, more papers there. Um, but what these papers do, once again, is highlight some key points, right? Um, so the first one up here then, a systematic review and major analysis from September 2021 found an injury rate, and this is the uh, the important bit, of 3.2 per 1,000 hours. And this was similar to another 2021 paper, a systematic review of epidemi- epidemiology, <laughs> epidemiology, epidemiology on, and risk factors, and that was from 2021 as well. So they found very similar injury rates, which are also similar to the one we looked at way back in 2013, which was around three so per 1,000 hours. That is, as far as we're aware, the most recent evidence most of recent evidence. CrossFit. And once again, very similar to most other weightlifting. Uh, yeah. So it's not it's not outrageous compared yeah. to anything else. I mean, and it's look, been consistent as well. If if it still sounds scary to you, like oh, you know, let's just round up here, like three three injuries per one thousand hours mm-hmm. of training. I mean, can you remember when we did like the episode on running injuries? Oh fuck me, that was like twenty something, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm gonna pull numbers out of my ass, but we was talking like nineteen injuries, mm. you know, per thousand uh, hours, yeah. per, per per one thousand hours. But you don't hear, well, I don't want to say you don't hear anyone because you do hear people doing it, but you don't hear as many people demonising running. It's more it's more accepted way of training. That's what Yeah, it is more run. accepted so way. And that's what it is, isn't it? Uh, we are going to, there is a couple of key takeaways though from this data I want to highlight. So as we said there, it's very similar to um, other sort of strength sports. Um, and the most affected areas, which is also similar to things like weightlifting, is shoulder, spine and knee. And that makes complete sense. If you think about CrossFit, like they're the areas you're going to potentially be um, loading uh, yeah. too much 
<laughs> to, but once to again, like you could say that about most uh, weight-based tra- training. Yeah, exactly. Most strength modalities. Training, yeah. 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 I mean, when you're doing a, instead of talking about specific exercises, let's say specific movements that we tend to do in weight-based training. So if we do something as simple as like an overhead press, or we're doing a bench press, what what are we what are we doing? We are what are we fucking doing a push up. You're basically yeah. loading the sh- shoulder girdle straight away. Mm-hmm. If you're squatting something, or if you're deadlifting something, you know, if you're lunging something, or if you're just jumping up and down, what are you loading? You're loading your hips. You're loading your knees. So once again, that's no big surprise. And the spine, listen, as soon as you get load on your back, it's the spine that's stabilizing. So it's not just CrossFit. You could say this about fucking literally anything that's uh, that, that means you're weightlifting so you could say it's about powerlifting you could say about bodybuilding although bodybuilding has a lot of uh, single joint exercises so yeah i mean you know like uh bodybuilding is quite common for in general like tendon tears etc place like the bicep so yeah it makes a lot of sense to me and I just want to talk about some discrepancies as well, because if you look, when we actually look at these papers closely, you can see there's a lot of variance in that. They've obviously had to come to some sort of average for the per thousand hours, but there's a lot of variance. Um, and the thing that keeps coming up time and time again when you look at these papers is experience. So I'll read a little extract here. Uh, discrepancies could be explained by varying CrossFit experience. For example, they looked at a couple of papers here. The study with a lower rate excluded participants with less than six month experience, and the study with a higher rate of injuries followed CrossFit beginners. Hmm. So I'll say it again, the study which had a lower rate of injuries excluded participants with less than six months experience and the study with a higher rate um, followed CrossFit beginners. And that is like, just makes complete sense. Like people don't think about this is when you're new to something, which is something we'll talk about anyway. But when you're new to something, obviously, if you're not doing it properly, there is going to be an increase. Not properly is in the way you're doing it, but if you're not doing loading correctly, then you're, you're obviously going to increase that risk of injury in the early days. This is where it gets really complicated because obviously mm-hmm. it comes down to a lot of factors. Now, if you're kind of doing CrossFit by yourself and you know how to auto-regulate properly, have we done an episode on auto-regulation? Am I imagining that? We've mentioned it. We mentioned it, but we haven't done an episode. No, we did. We did. No, we did. We did an episode. Um, remember at the start of 2021, we did our sort of three tips for getting into fucking yeah. resistance training. Yeah, um, we spoke about that. Auto-regulation is, uh, oh, I don't want to fucking overcomplicate the episode, this episode, but I mean, auto-regulating is just, you, you intuitively know when to go full send or when to scale it back a little bit. You know, you're taking all different factors like your sleep, etc., how the RPE feels at the time, and you just know when to kind of scale it back a little bit. So if you're training CrossFit by yourself and you utilize auto-regulation, awesome. But if, let's say, you're brand new, you're brand new to CrossFit and you go to a box and you've got that kind of coach who just wants to push you full send, then it wouldn't surprise me that new people tend to get injured more in that regard. Obviously, we're not even just taking into account that they've just not been doing it long enough to adapt. But if they're, you know, fresh to CrossFit and you have got like someone that's really awful programming or just coaching in general and they're pushing you full send, that could play um, a part of it. But to be honest with you, you could find out with any other personal trainer for any other sport or any other, you know, method of weightlifting. Mm. If I straight away had someone doing RP 10 deadlifts for sets of fucking three and they've never touched a weight before, you know, then chances are like I'm probably doing them more damage than good. Because I've not, I've not given that time to adapt at the appropriate dose of training stress. Yeah. Anecdotally speaking, you made some good points there about how if you're telling someone to go full send, as we keep saying, it's going to cause, like in the classes I do, for example, um, 
Ashley, you mentioned who left, uh, left a comment earlier, and she does go to the classes I coach at. She's been doing it for about a year now, over over that, and she's pretty good at it. So yeah. she is someone I can go to, and I can have a joke and say, yeah, go full send, and I can actually get her to push it, and I'm not, there's not any worries there. But then there's some other people in the classes. For example, I've got a, an elderly lady called Glynis, who does CrossFit, absolutely smashes it, but she's not been doing it that long. I'm yeah. not going to tell her to go full send on thrusters when she's just doing basic movements to allow her to live a better quality life in her, in her older age. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's where I think we are going to come on to, to coaching and stuff like that yeah. anyway. But I mean, when you're when you're dealing with like um, load-based training, then, you know, you, you you need to be trained at the appropriate dose. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. the Goldilocks effects, I call it. Too cold, too hot, just right. Yeah, yeah exactly. But if you've got a coach that's prof- constantly fucking going full sends, then you're, yeah, it's detrimental. Unless you've adapted to it, that like you can, you can have these high these high stress sessions that's, that's a different story but it is a bit upsetting when yeah you see a coach pushing full I'll, send we'll off. go on to that in a sec actually because you made a good point i want to go on to that we'll go through the points in a chronological order just so it makes more sense uh so as you can aware we're going to we're going to talk about more our own thoughts now uh, we have that's the data anyway those papers that i mentioned uh, they will be in the show notes you want to have a look if you're interested but yeah basically what it highlights is yeah injury rates are pretty much the same as other stuff so crossfit no it is not inherently dangerous and it is not more dangerous than other resistance training based activities okay so yeah calm down relax cross is not <laughs> going to kill you okay <laughs> nice little summary um, there <laughs> but if we go to our uh, sort of our own thoughts then so if we start with the movements themselves so i think what it what it stems down to initially is a societal uh norm oh, movement oh, oh, oh. <laughs> excuse me we live in it <laughs> we do live, we in, do a live in a society we live in a society um but you know what i mean though so if we go i watch joker four times i do know what you mean <laughs> you do know what i mean so it's literally me if we look at the kip and pull up people constantly hammer the fuck out of that constantly hammer the fuck because they look at it it doesn't look like a normal strict pull up they've seen before so they automatically assume it's fucking stupid it's dangerous blah 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 and I think where people fall fall foul this is is they don't realise that there is progression. Mm. If you have if you're lacking proper progression, so for example, if I if someone comes to me and they start trying to do kipping, and I say to them, "Can you do a strict pull up?" If they say no, if you're if you're being coached well, you will then get told to do strict pull ups. You will not go straight into kipping pull ups. Kipping pull ups is not like the the be all and end all, you know. And I think that's what people don't realise. They see they see stuff on the internet. And they assume that's what everyone does in CrossFit. They assume that everyone walks into a gym and gets told to do kipping butt fly, fucking swinging off the bars like, met, like you know mad cases when that's really not the case. I mean, I know yeah. you used to have a... Well, I mean, we, we've made joke about this before, actually, didn't we? Remember when we were in the entertainer all those years ago? God, do I. I'm sure we used to make the take piss out of kipping pull-ups, didn't we? Yeah. I mean, as I said, like, uh, I've, I've changed my mind on CrossFit. I did a complete U-turn once. I saw the data and I, I found out about this thing called critical thinking. Yeah. I did a complete U-turn on my thoughts of CrossFit. But one of the things that used to stand out was like a old kipping pull-ups. Like, what the fuck a day? But I was looking at it from this point of view. It's like, oh, like you're putting, you're putting, you ain't putting any time and attention on the muscles. You ain't doing full range of motion. You're not controlling the movement. But obviously, it wasn't until I kind of spoke to yourself and I realised that actually, that's not even the fucking point of it. That's not the point. The point isn't hypertrophy here. It's about very specifically building up that movement for competition let's say uh for crossfit the whole point is is you just get is it you get your is do you get your head over the bar or chest to the bar what is the the no, goal so you got to so a normal one would be just chin over the bar and then there is a there is a variation called a chest to bar pull up as well where you do have chest, chest to yeah. the bar as well yeah but the whole objective is is just simply doing that getting your chin over the bar mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's not about, oh, I need to build muscle here. Because at the end of the day, you can build strength through a variety of movements. It's, it's task-specific at the end of the day. So the best way to get better at that specific goal of just getting your chin over to the bar as quick as possible is to... So do a kip, yeah. Just do a kip. Looks yeah. weird. What people don't realise is that kipping is not like super easy. It does take, it's a skill. It does oh, take God, quite yeah. a bit of practice because it's not easy to have to, like if you try and get people to do it, like if they've never done it before, it's you have, there's a lot of coordination involved um, and a lot of timing as well. If you get the timing wrong, yeah. you end up swinging like an idiot. And if you've got, if you don't, if you, if you don't basically, the way I say, if you don't engage your lats properly, you end up swinging like a mad person and you don't actually get a kip. It's weird, isn't of, it? Yeah, because don't really you don't ever get anyone really making fun of the first portion of a muscle up. No, which is a kip. That's which what you is do a kip. pretty much half. A kip is half a muscle up. Yeah, well, that's a kip. Is it kip? Kip swinging. Once you do the kip and pull up, the next progression is a kip muscle up. There you because go. It's a, it's, a, it's a first part of the movement. You're just more aggressive with it. And you just get your hips higher. But you know, living in a society, people don't realise that you know a, a muscle up, half of a muscle up is basically a kip. But suddenly you break it down to just a kipping movement, and it's like, oh, this looks fucking stupid. The only one I will say that has no like is the the butterfly. You know the butterfly one. So I don't know if you saw my recent post uh, when I did pull-ups and I was doing butterfly pull-ups. That one is very sport-specific because obviously it doesn't really translate. Obviously the kip goes to, you can use the kip for toes-to-bar, you can use the kip yeah. for muscle-ups. They have, It's very like, it's, it's useful as a butterfly. It's, it's more about sport. momentum, is it? Yeah, but butterfly is basically speed. It's not yeah. like you can't, you don't butterfly your muscle ups, you don't butterfly your toes to bar. Um, so it, that is definitely for sport, which we'll talk about, we'll talk about sport in a bit, but that is that part of it anyway. Um, but yeah, in terms of the movements, I think people just, they see what they see online and they think that's what it is. People feel they do not understand, Bill. Yeah, I was waiting for someone to say that. I was thinking, am I going to say it? Are you going to say it? Yeah. <laughs> people hate what they don't understand, isn't it? That's the, people yeah. feel what they don't understand, Bill. Bit more aggressive than it. For the I know. Sounds very, very, uh, yeah, Joker esque, actually, which is why I'm saying it. Which does make sense. Yeah, as we live in a society. As we do live in a society. We're out of control now. We need to stop. <laughs> this is getting outrageous. This is ridiculous. I feel like we should, like, we, there's got to be, we've got to at least go one episode about saying it, surely. Even with guests on, we say it. We, we could try, but uh, I, don't, I don't hold my hopes up for it. Anyway, next point. People don't differentiate the sport from the training modality. Now we've kind of already already spoke about that, and that is, yeah, they are two very different things. Like when Greg Glassman, the guy who sort of invented CrossFit, he he didn't go out with the, the CrossFit Games wasn't like the thing straight away. Uh, it was a it was a training system designed to make people live healthier, happier, you know, be, you know, better lives essentially through this their their way of their way of training the games is just uh, a byproduct of that but obviously the games has become a big thing and that's what everyone sees and that's what everyone assumes crossfit is yeah like if you type in crossfit on youtube you normally see the games you don't see a class you don't see a class of normal you know men and women going in there yeah. learning basic movements doing progressions meeting making new friends chatting with people you see people doing spectacular shit <laughs> in a field in well, america it's quite weird isn't it like you'll go to youtube and you can see that you know some average 16 year old you know fucking high schooler is actually filming his really boring gym session but no one ever goes and just films like their crossfit social no it's true you say that tom though but i am actually i'm actually gonna do that tom don't worry i'm not gonna mention that we're in a society or anything like that don't worry no you're not gonna mention it no 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 no. Uh, i'm not gonna mention that you know it's it's not a problem when you know yeah high schoolers feel they're really boring arms work out you know, suddenly you film sharing a knocko in between some kips and everyone loses their minds. I'm not going to say that. I think someone made a comment about about that. Um, I do want to read out, actually. 
I said, okay, cool. So they said, uh, and they, they basically left a response. And they said, I feel 85% of movements are functional movements, which I'm a massive advocate for. Uh, the science of training the body to stimulate slash replicate everyday movement patterns. But then you have things like handstand walk, which falls into the 15%. And that's when I made the comment of things like handstand walks are not CrossFit. They are the sport. They're not the modality. They're the sport, essentially. Hmm. Like, of course, there is no reason for you to be able to walk on your hands when you're going to Tesco. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> define functional. We, 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 I've, I've touched on this earlier, but at the end of the day, functional can mean an exercise that is sport specific. Now, considering that in the sport, CrossFit, uh, sorry, my bad, handstand walks are part of CrossFit. Therefore, doing handstand walks is a sport specific exercise. Therefore, it automatically makes it a functional exercise. See, this is why I'm, I'm not a big fan of the term functional exercise because functional exercise is very subjective it depends on the criteria of what is functional in the first place a bicep curl is functional if my objective is to be able to do more bicep curls mm. or to build my biceps do you know what i'm going to go on a mad one dr joel seedman and you know i'm going on a mad yeah. one because i actually refer to him as a doctor and not a shyster but yeah big doctor Joel Seidman does all this, these mad fucking exercises and the guy is a lunatic and he is full of shit. But let's just say he makes a YouTube video of him doing a... God, it's going to be exciting, isn't it? Um, I feel like Dean Hammond talking about Joel Seidman now. Uh, doing a trap bar deadlift with resistance bands attached to it with a, I don't know, wearing crocodile skin boots and fucking there's a disco ball above me. That is a functional exercise. If my goal... My specific goal is to get stronger at a sport that involves the trap bar deadlift with resistance bands attached to it whilst wearing crocodile skin boots and a disco ball above my head. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, you are right. Yeah, that makes yeah, that does make sense. No, 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 no. I'm not finished. To clarify, if there was a competition <laughs> <You> finished. <laughs> and uh who and there was a million pound prize for whoever managed to lift the most on a trap bar deadlift, resistance bands attached to it, whilst wearing crocodile skin boots and a disco ball above my head, then guess what exercise I'm going to be doing, Bill? You tell me. What exercise am I going to be doing? <laughs> What's that? Yeah? I'm going to be doing a trap bar deadlift with resistance bands attached to it, crocodile skin shoes and a disco ball above my head because it's functional. It's sport-specific to what is going to earn me that million-pound prize. How the fuck did I make that make sense? How have I just managed to justify Joel Seidman? Wow, what's going to be? Hang on, I've got to read this out. Leon has just banged out of the chat. He goes, I won't stand for Joel Seidman's slander. The banded isometric gimp mask row on a BOSU ball is my go-to movement. Leon, I won't right. expect anything so else from you, on mate. top of that, Leon, if there was a million pound prize for every man should do the most banded isometric gimp mask rows on a BOSU ball, Bosu Bulbok. I'm twisting myself now. Fucking like. Ugh. <laughs> then guess what? Guess what exercise I'm going to be doing? Go on, Bill. What exercise am I going to be doing to win that million pound you're prize? You're going to be doing banded, uh, banded isometric gimp mask rows on a Bosu ball for time. Because it's functional to the sport I'm trying to be better at. So you're, you're telling me you're a functional athlete? That's what you're trying to tell me. Technically, yeah. yeah <laughs> technically, yeah. yeah. Try arguing against it. It's very hard. No, I think, like, jokes aside, I, I think what you said is bang on, but, I, like, most people, ex like, they accept the term functional as in, like, they try to compare it to stuff that you do, like, you know, standing up, sitting yeah. down, walking, but be, like, lifting things off the floor. They, that's what they compare it to. I know what you mean, what you're saying, but like, yeah. it gets, it, it's been, like, 
sort of what's the word it's been stolen essentially by CrossFit and they've kind of made their own definition yeah. of it I mean to be fair it is still functional if that's what you know the sport involves I mean uh, even some PT courses have prostituted a term and like they, they say, oh, we now do like a functional training course. And like, okay, mm. they can't exactly find what the criteria is for functional yeah. training, but they'll throw out just jazzy. It's basically a marketing term for jazzy exercises. So battle ropes, battle, battle ropes are cool. I like battle mm. ropes, but then there's nothing inherently functional about them apart from just being better at battle ropes. Yeah, I get what you mean. I get it's what you a mean. Very weird I, term. And I think it just goes back to that whole thing of like the difference between the two. Yeah. You don't you don't get someone in like let's say little old Janet comes to the gym. Yeah. You're not gonna get her doing ring muscle ups and handstand walks and handstand push ups. It just doesn't happen. Yes, it, like as yeah, and you know, you could say the whole thing of oh, if, if it's all functional, all the sort of sport, but she's not come to CrossFit to do that. She's not come to CrossFit to become a fucking absolute wizard on her hands, you know? What if though oh, little no, old scared. Janet came in and it just so happens that she was actually able to do uh, rim muscle ups or handstand push ups just theoretically she was able to do this and she was able to do them at like a decent oh well, she's probably a master's you... athlete she's probably a master's athlete then because you do get people like that I'm not, I mean I've, I know I've said a stereotypical thing there but like you do actually get people like that there's, there's like the master's division is outrageous you'd be happy for them to continue doing that you're not just going to all match yeah, yeah. Uh, no. the reason why I say that is because um, this is another thing that really pisses me off is that people instantly regress people when there isn't a need yeah, to yeah sure yeah. Uh, everyone has a different entry level to exercise. Some people, once again, I hate that you've got to earn the right. Now, look, it's it's very unlikely that little old Janet is just going to come in off the street and be able to smash out rim muscle ups. Fuck me. But let's just say, God help me, she was able to. I'd let her crack on. I'd let her crack on. Yeah, but yeah like um, people that like, I, I, I don't see why you can't just like grab, give someone an empty barbell and get them training with the movement straight away and if they need to load from there happy days but people are too quick to regress exercises mm. i find that's the fear of you know what i mean it's a fear of safety as well like that they're worried they're gonna hurt someone yeah Cross and i do think it's there. this stigma of you have to earn the right i have people come in and usually the first thing i, I, I do is I, I will have them just like try and squat with an empty barbell and if they can't do it and they're really struggling and i mean they're really struggling to the point where like i don't want to take up too much of their time just trying to get them to master this one movement so to speak you know then i'll just regress it to maybe something like a goblet squat if they've got like a severe range of motion problem then maybe i could just do it to like a quarter box squat i could always regress it but i hate it when straight away the default is that they have to assume that the exercise must be regressed oh do you mean yes you're saying start right at the bottom yeah, every straight time regardless away, of who they are right yeah. to the bottom and even if the person comes in and shows you that i can do this movement and you're like oh no 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 before you even do a bench press you you've got to give me 10 push-ups that is a yeah, yeah. pet hate of mine uh those those people are getting the fucking bin yeah and if it goes with this with crossfit it's like i can understand people training with a pvc pipe that is absolutely fine to a point mm. but it's like let them train with a little bit of load well i said i've said it in a few classes actually it's like I say, yeah, we can spend like an hour on an empty on a PVC pipe. Yeah, I'll get you moving, fantastic. But then the moment I give you a barbell and put some weight on it, you're going to turn into it a completely changes the dynamic it, of the exercise. Yeah, it changes the entire movement. Like, there's no, I can't expect you to move the same way with yeah. a bit of plastic than I can with it. Yeah, you it's can, good to learn. It's good to use. It's a tool, but it shouldn't. It shouldn't dictate the session. It shouldn't yeah, be like the exact, whole the whole session. Mate, should that be the is fucking such a pipe. pet hate of mine. It really is. Like, you can go full squat, you, 
That's a new one, Bill. Full squat you. <laughs> Full and if you ban that in folk fit, you've got to fucking uh, mention my uh, you know Instagram name because that's my trademark. Full squat you. Your trademark. Yeah. yeah. All right then. But yeah, like <laughs> right, you can go full, you can go full squat you and say no, no, you've got to perfect the PVC snatch verse. You've got to perfect it. Whatever perfection means, I don't know. But let's just say you do buy this coach's arbitrary standards. You perfect the PVC snatch. As soon as you give him a barbell, the dynamics change. There is no crossover there. No. Don't get me wrong, you can practice the movements, but what you, can, mean le- you can learn the positions. You can, yeah. you can get the understanding of the positions of the snatch through the PVC pipe, but then, as you said, the moment you do pick up a barbell, the positions are going to feel very different. Exactly. <laughs> Just the positions by themselves. Mm. So I would say straight away, give someone like a 20 kilo barbell. And if they can't handle it, okay, then start regressing. But I would say the default should be like just giving them like a 20 kilo barbell and progressing or regressing from there. But straight away saying, you know, you know, we've got to, you know, the, the default is you stand with a PVC pipe and you've got to perfect these movements with that first. I think that's just bollocks. Yeah. Give them the default option first. I'm fully aware we just got on a savage tangent from sport and training modality. But just to summarise that that little point of training and sport is if you are listening to this um, and you've never done CrossFit before, don't watch the sport and think that's what CrossFit is. Yeah. That is a sport. They are the top people in the world doing yeah. this. Are very high. They've been doing it for years. They're a very high level. And it's not just straight into those movements. As we were just saying, there are still progressions and yeah, regressions, progressions being and made. Progressions, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. If you if you just I'll, I'll tell you now if you're still like really anti CrossFit you're listening thinking oh fucking they're all just lunatics go to a class you're and a then cunt, see what's mate. actually like what 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 <laughs> if if they God. still think that there's no other way to yeah. go about it yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah fair enough mate I mean uh, Tom's words not mine guys okay cancel him not me call the cops see if I give a fuck like <laughs> they can't uncrossfit you <laughs> don't mate we're on Twitch here we get swatted oh shit that's a point yeah <laughs> gotta be careful mate. Uh, Anyway, we'll move on to the, the the final point of this section then. And that is something I've titled this section, self-harm. Basically, basically, the way I've put this is doing too much too soon. And this is where I've come down to the whole downside of community and full send, right? I understand the community stuff's really good. I understand the full send mentality is awesome. But I feel like this leads to people, as I said, essentially self-harming in that they get wrapped up into it. You get this whole feeling of, let's be honest, you pay a lot of money for CrossFit. It's quite a big monthly fee. Let's say it's like 80, 100 pound a month, whatever. You want to utilize that. So you're going to go as much as you can to make your money's worth. Then you've got everyone shouting at you saying, yeah, go for it, full send, send it, fucking yeah, love it, go, go, go. But then you're not really thinking, is this sensible? Should I actually be doing this when I've only been in CrossFit for three months? And this is why I think a lot of these studies are finding those in that first six month window, the injury rate is higher because you've got that initial buzz and excitement. You, you want to get in there and get involved. And there's a lot to learn, a lot of different movements. And if you're going full send five days a week when you've never done it before, you're loaded, you're acutely loading yourself. And yeah, as we've spoke about on previous episodes, your injury risk does tend to go up quite a lot if you load acutely. Um, and this is where the injuries come from, basically. So you're kind of doing yourself a disservice. It's not to do with the coaching. It's not to do with CrossFit inherently. It's to do with you basically getting too excited. Although it could be to do with the coaching if oh, they're be, yeah. actively pushing they could, what yeah, you're currently, pushing, yeah. what your yeah. correct dose should be. Basically, don't do too much too soon. We've said that loads of times. Yeah, fuck me. That's a t-shirt, isn't it? Yeah, don't do too much too soon. Obviously, if you're in a competition, the whole goal is you different. want to be giving it... But then that's the sport and the training modality difference again, isn't it? That's the difference between the two. I mean, you know, let's say like uh, football, if you're at like a fucking championship game and you're a striker and you're going for the ball, you don't want to go, oh, hand a minute... Let's wheel this back to an RP7. 
<laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't. My next football match, you know, to be affected by this, you are going full send because it is, you know, uh, well, it's, you know, it's it's competition time. Competition, competition time, yeah. whole different story. But if you're just like a regular CrossFitter, etc., maybe dose your training a little bit more appropriately. Doesn't to say you can't go full send, just not all the time. I'd suggest not all the time. No. And it comes those days because CrossFit is it can be very full sendy in terms of the lesson. Like if you go to a class, you can sometimes it does appear like yeah, you have to fucking send it. But that is where you have to know that if you are doing sessions like that, don't do them every day when you've just turned up. If it's like your first month of CrossFit, maybe only go twice a week. I think that's also one of the negatives of CrossFit sometimes is that it feels like that's almost like expected. That it's not CrossFit unless it's full send. Yeah, unless it's full send. And I think yeah. that does it a disservice. Mm. I think that's why I agree. I mean, I've been joking about saying that, but then we, because we, um, I was competing with some of the guys at the gym on the weekend and we kept saying it as like a joke. The, the commentator was saying every workout, he was like, three, two, one, send it. And then he was like, everyone was going full send. But yeah. That was different because we've all been doing CrossFit for a long time. If he was yeah. in a competition. <laughs> and then we're in a competition, of course we're going to fucking send it. But if you've been doing CrossFit for less than a year, I'd argue going into a competition is, is, is good, but just be careful because there's a lot, to, a lot of movements to adapt to. And if you're not used to that volume of intensity then you said your injury risk goes up. I'm not saying you are going to get injured. I'm not saying that at all, but the, the yeah. risk goes up and that's not obviously what we want. And then people yeah. get injured and then people say CrossFit makes you get injured and then they say CrossFit shit and then it kicks off and then we make podcasts. Yeah. Basically, basically what happens. Yeah. We make um, fun of it. In, in <laughs> and then we make fun of it, yeah. But just be just be careful. Like You should know in yourself, if you've just started something, you know, take it easy. Enjoy the journey. Don't rush in and fucking full steam ahead. Right. It's a gateway right. drug to, uh, you know, the CrossFit games. And is before it? you know it, you're you're I wish. kayaking whilst doing devil thrusters on top of a moving car. Devil thrusters? The what things. the fuck? So what did I say? Devil thrusters? Devil's press, do you mean? Devil press, sorry. Yeah, devil thrusters. Well, to be fair, it's, it's I don't know all these fucking CrossFit terminologies. <laughs> you always bring a ki- you, you love bringing out the kayak though, don't you? Every time there's a CrossFit workout, they've always got it a kayak. Just, it was just so workout. funny because I, I know that the, the CrossFit games was like a, the events were a mystery until like, is it like seven days before? Uh, well, they they some of them they they find out on the day. Some they find out on the day. So if yeah. you imagine you've been you've been training the whole the whole year. <laughs> they, put, they put like a kayak. Like, sorry, no, 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 no. These functional CrossFit movements, yeah. Hmm, the clean, the snatch, the handstand press up. Like, Joe, you know what? I'm confident my training all throughout the year has been preparing me for this moment. And all of a sudden, they bring out the fucking emu to race on. <laughs> the emu. <laughs> Why have you? Got- <laughs> It wouldn't even surprise me though. But no, no, they brought out the kayak and it's like, <laughs> yeah. Can are we sure that some of these athletes can even fucking swim? Mate, <laughs> <laughs> some of them actually really do struggle to swim. They have to. They, they, they get it's like, like a... you can see, like oh, I did not fucking train for this. Some of them were going backwards, like <laughs> somewhere in circles. It was just <laughs> absurd to watch it. You could hear the Benny Hill theme playing over it. <laughs> I think we'll move on, Tom. We'll move on to the bonus round. Uh, we did lose this at the start, and that is we're going to talk. We spoke about is CrossFit bad for you, as in as in like the training of it. But we are going to now talk about you. Is it bad for you, CrossFit Inc.? So CrossFit, the actual company, the branded company, not the trading style, but the company. Oh God, we're going to fire from the hip here, Tom. We're just going to go rogue, mate. I'm going to read the polls though because we did do some some polls on this. Oh, more polls. I've got one response actually sent directly to my DMs here. This is I love this one. This is all about the CrossFit. It's tap. always good as a DM because you know it's been thought out. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. 
Further to my response to this, I remember seeing a t-shirt on the, uh, the Reebok site, fairly priced, yet an identical t-shirt on the following page which had Reebok CrossFit slapped on it was almost double the price. Um, yeah. So yeah, and then they put, so it kind of made sense for them to team up with Noble, another extortionate brand. Other than that, I don't really look too much into it. So yeah, they're talking about the CrossFit tax there, which we are going to come on to. What else we got here? We've got some more. Oh, these are quite ruthless, these, fuck me. Right. Oh, Ashley's back again in the polls. I love the sport and the community. It's very supportive. Yeah, so obviously you just love CrossFit through and through, aren't you? Uh, the, oh, fucking hell, <laughs> Fern's back us. again. One of us. Fern's back with an absolute cracker. She put, it was designed by someone who enjoys the idea of torturing people. LOL. <laughs> yeah, um, the reason why she's probably put that is because, Bill, I have put Fern through certain uh, uh, training methods, EMOMs, etc. Yeah, okay. Yeah, pretty horrendous. And the ski erg. We've actually done uh, EMOMs on the ski erg before. Oh, Nice. Yeah, that you can't get more CrossFit than that ski erg no, emo. No. Yeah, mate, that was rueful. What was it? The one, the one we did. What was it? Ten calories. Ten calories. You go. I you go. go I, 200 cows, weren't it? Yeah, yeah. So we've done a hundred yeah. each, and oh, we, we did was, ten each at ten at a time, wasn't it? We was making sweat angels, weren't we? We were fucked. Yeah. Well, I was. <laughs> you was like, Tom, we're only twenty calories in, and I was there fucked. <laughs> uh, Fern has just said she does not like the ski erg. Tom, no mate, one likes I think the ski erg. You need, to, you need to readdress your training, mate, otherwise she's going to give you the sack. There's only one person that we know that likes to ski erg, and uh, yeah, she's a world record holder. Yeah, she's a world record. She's also a patron yeah. of this podcast. She is. We're very lucky to have her. She's part of the society. Uh, someone's put overpriced. That was the same person who mentioned about the t-shirts, so they were adding context to why they said overpriced. Uh, this next one, this is rude. They put cringe. They just seem to, they just seem to attract all the bellends. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> um, um, excuse me? <laughs> you say, are you saying I'm a bellend is that what you're trying no, to no just oh cross you know what to be fair I know what they mean I, I know I completely understand where they're coming from it's not that I'm struggling to speak about how I feel about the brand CrossFit it's just that I don't even know where to begin with it yeah there's just so much we could talk about I mean look we very first opener of this episode we spoke about how the CrossFit brand was talking about good nutrition fucking hell where, where, yeah, where do we, we begin there? We've, we've not even mentioned have we like I think um, I'm sure I've mentioned did I mention it on a video I mentioned it on a video on the Train Primer YouTube about CrossFit particularly in regards to nutrition uh, the CrossFit brand please know that we're, we're, we're to clarify this we're talking about the brand CrossFit not the actual yeah. so this is CrossFit.com CrossFit.com yeah. is actually the brand yeah so that's where you get the information um, they're quite pseudoscience in regards to their nutritional stances aren't they yeah, so they're very much, they had a whole paleo phase. They're quite into keto. They're not very much into, I mean, I can, you know, I'll pull up right now, guys. I'll pull up the, um, I'll read out the quote for you. This is the one that always gets me fucked up. I, I completely understand. Is it to do with the carbs and sugar coat? Yeah, I'll, yeah. So if I go on to what is CrossFit on their actual page. So underneath the lifestyle, they've put off the carbs, off the couch. The CrossFit lifestyle, a combination of sound nutrition and exercise is the key to fitness and long-term health. If I then read out another quote, eat meat, uh, sorry, eat meat and vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruit. That's, that's good up to that point. Up to that point. So if fruit and vegetables, also known as carbs. Yeah, I know, but it's good. On that point, it's good. And then they put little starch and no sugar. Keep intake to levels that will support exercise, but not body fat. I mean, for what fuck's sake. What fucking lunatic CrossFitter is not carbing up? High intensity exercise without carbohydrates. Mate, it's the fact that they like they've put no sugar, yeah. but then they've like I I just don't I just don't get it. Like uh, Leon has just said something. Uh, Leon has just said, as much as I respect CrossFit, 
It does seem to go through phases of gimmicks, and that was actually one of the points I was about to make. CrossFit is notorious for pulling the trigger very quickly on whatever the current gimmick is at the time. So CrossFit does seem to latch onto whatever is novel at the time. Massage guns. And, uh, yeah, massage guns. Jumps onto massage guns. Keto jumps onto keto. Oh, fucking hell, paleo? Let's jump onto paleo. It wouldn't surprise me if they start sponsoring Liverkin. (laughs) <laughs> yeah you know whatever basically yeah. the flavor of the month is for gimmicks they will they will jump onto it uh you know whoop bands etc i'm um, mm-hmm. very soon they'll start jumping onto things like velocity measurement etc oh, okay. so yeah, tools I like velocity know. measurement that's that's what my next guess is they'll jump onto velocity measurement measurement tools when they become more more manufactured you know uh sleep sleep gizmos like sleep things that measure your sleep things that are basically still CBD. on the CBD, you know, it's things that are like, you know, we're not saying that another stuff not has useless. zero potential, but it's things that are still relatively new. Yeah, we need to give it time science. to actually yeah, look sure. into these, uh, look into these things. But like CrossFit will just jump onto it and just. But the problem is they jump on it and then they tell it that they tell everyone once they've jumped onto it, it's, it's, the, it's the gold standard. It's amazing. They need to be doing it. It's like no, you shouldn't be saying it's an absolute because you don't even know it's a fucking absolute yet. Yeah, so it's got to the point now. If if CrossFit like brings out an article they say oh this week we're educating you with this article etc i'm just like oh okay i'm just gonna ignore it but they send me um you know i did the cross at level one yeah they send they send me a monthly fucking newsletter like coaches thing whatever and they sort of tell me about. oh there's another problem as well isn't it is the crossfit um it's very expensive it's very expensive and there's not much to it is talking about the the criteria of what it is to to become a, a crossfit uh, a crossfit coach why do I keep saying Crossfleet, fucking Starship Enterprise? Is it like a weekend course or is something very quick, yeah, it's isn't a two, it? it's a two-day course. You go through like the basic movements and you do a multi-choice test at the end. And then after that, it's, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I think for teaching, now don't get me wrong, I know that a lot of uh, Crossfit coaches were, they, they've experienced Crossfit before. They, they've ex, they've experienced in the movements and Crossfit yeah, long before they become not, coaches. Not all, some, some of them don't though, mate. Yeah, but not all of them. And I don't think two days is enough for such a very practical, you know, um, qualification, you know, where you're expected to teach these very complicated Olympic movements. But to caveat that, you can pretty much say that about personal training as well. Uh, I've said many times that the the bar to become a personal trainer is set very, very, very low. Um, but with CrossFit, it seems to be even lower. And these are on very complicated movements and, uh, yeah, training uh, modalities. Okay, mate. So I found the, it's called the professional coach. They send me every month. And I'm going to talk you through the shit that's on there. Okay. Ashwagandha. Uh, no, because there was Ashwagandha. Apple cider vinegar. The conflict in Ukraine. The what? Whatever flavor of the month is. Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. They've got loads on it. They've got basically all it is, mate. Is it's a they put the professional coach up, and it is just uh, loads of articles. Yeah. Um. So it's their it's their people. So the people who actually obviously run and they literally just go through. They just give you articles basically. Um. And some of it's pretty good. I mean, there's one here. They're telling me about they've released a nutrition course. Oh fucking hell! The horror. It's 120 dollars, mate, to their nutrition course. Yeah. 120 dollars. I would rather just watch a YouTube documentary. And get my qualification. It's very that expensive. Way. I'm sure I spoke to this about some before. It's, it's, it seems like a very fucking middle class sport, doesn't it? Like a trading system because it's very expensive. I mean, this is the thing about the CrossFit brand is if uh, their opening message on nutrition is there yeah, to lose the carbs, etc., it's probably a good idea to 
ignore 10 nutrition calls. Okay, we've got a comment coming, Afro Ashley. Um, I agree with your comment about gimmicks such as whoop bands and all the gear, <laughs> lifters, knee sleeves, no ball top searcher, can put people. Just say off. Bill. <laughs> Do you fucking Bill? I don't. I, I, fuck it, you cheeky little cunt. Right. Maybe Ashley um, knows that uh, if, if it's true that you don't actually wear knee sleeves, those are actually tattoos. Mate, I rarely wear knee <laughs> sleeves. I don't know what. This is outrageous. I literally rarely. Anyway. Um, I found it overwhelming at the beginning as it is so expensive. So I think it actually just literally echoed what I said there is that at the beginning, it, it does seem like there's a lot of shit you should probably have. Like you walk to a gym and you see somebody who's been doing CrossFit for like five years that as you know, they're literally wearing knee sleeves, lifters. They've got these like funky noble t-shirts on these like amazing shiny new Reebok nanos, um, hand gymnastic wraps that look like they cost about a million pounds. And this is the problem that you see all this and I totally get that. It can be very overwhelming. Um, and then you yeah. feel like you've got to buy it all as well. And that's that's to go on top of your monthly fee that it costs you to go to a CrossFit gym, which is normally pretty expensive anyway. Oh, see, this, this is something that I like about powerlifting is that uh, you do get gimmicks, but most of the time it's just someone in some really old, torn-up trainers covered in dog shit and a Slayer T-shirt that has holes in it that was probably bought in the early 90s, denim shorts. You know, it's, 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 it seems very classist, doesn't it, this whole sports spectrum? Like the way Do you know what? It is a, it, it is a little bit. It's kind of like a upper class, you know, or sorry, no, middle class kind of like sport. Mm. I don't think that's inherently a bad thing. I think it is just do with the pricing. It is do with the yeah, pricing. But then you do get, you do get. It's, it's good what you get for the price. If you compare that to a normal small group PT class. Oh, I'm I'm talking like uh, we're not even talking about the brand now. I'm just talking about CrossFit in general. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. It, I mean, like the classes can be quite expensive. Some of them. Um, I'm assuming though, is it more expensive if it is linked to the brand? Yeah. So what you're thinking? So basically, if a gym, if a yeah. gym wants to be called CrossFit XYZ, they have to pay yeah. three grand a year. But some place will just open up and call it. They'll call like it functional fitness. They'll call it box. functional fitness. I mean, box, uh, yeah. so moving yeah. away from the brand itself, but just like functional fitness, also known as CrossFit. Um, one thing I like is it's even though it it, it can be quite pricey. And it is kind of like a middle class sport, etc. In a way, it has kind of lowered the barrier to exercise for a lot of people. The reason being is that it's actually quite simple in regards to what kind of equipment you need, the space, etc. Especially for business owners. So yeah, just not just the general public that want to take part in exercise, but business owners as well. I mean, all you really need is, I say all you really need, this costs a lot of money, but compared to like a commercial gym, like the cost of a commercial gym, um, like a functional fitness box, it's just a warehouse, rubber matting, uh, racks, barbells, plates, and then you get the extra bits like your kettlebells and your dumbbells, etc. But it's just like a nice big open space. You ain't got to buy like... Uh, techno gym machines which is like 15 grand for something that only does like a bicep curl yeah i'm not not joking that is actually expensive yeah they're very expensive aren't they and that's just for a machine that does one specific isolated movement but you know it has kind of lowered the barrier for like these uh businesses where they can just open up warehouses and have barbells spit and sawdust you know spit and sawdust Mm. gyms really barbells and squat racks and yeah and the thing is like when the original lockdowns were happening who were still going pretty firm, like with their home workouts? People had access to just barbells and squat mm-hmm. racks. People were still doing like their wads, etc. And I don't get me wrong, like powerlifters as well, because I only do three movements anyway, most of them. It, it introduced that you can do so much if you've just got a barbell. 
for a couple yeah. of plates or a kettlebell or a dumbbell. So I do like in regards to functional fitness slash CrossFit, it has introduced people to this new modality of exercise where it's actually very simplified with the equipment you use, but it's the movements you can do with that limited equipment. So I hats off to it in that regards. The, the brand has basically popularized it, hasn't it? The brand has, made, has sort of brought it into the, the I mean, spotlight. Bill, you used to do a lot of it in your garden, remember? Yeah, like yeah, it has much, lowered yeah. the barrier to yeah. people that have the equipment where they can just do these, uh, yeah, these specific training uh, methods. I don't do CrossFit, but I support it. Sorry, ah, uh, caveat, not right, the brand, but not the brand, but say, yeah. <clears throat> functional fitness, also known as CrossFit. Well, it was almost like a dictatorship at one point, wasn't it? You had you had Greg Glassman, who was like the owner, and then you had Dave Castro, who was basically the runner. He ran the games like all on his own, basically. You were making comments earlier when I compared it to Nazi Germany, and now you're here saying it was a dictatorship. Well, you know, it's a double standard here. Not, yeah, I've not used that terminology, have I? I've not used no. I've not compared. I've not to compared. To be fair, that was off to air. Hitler. Well, it's, it's on air now, isn't it? It's on air now. I mean, was it on air earlier? If not, I better repeat myself. Which you know, it's like you know, I I, I could like. I could like Germany, but it just doesn't necessarily mean that I like the Third Reich. You know, <laughs> cannot believe you're I, that comparison. You know, I, I like I like CrossFit training. I just don't like CrossFit the brand. Well, just to make sure, we probably should edit that bit out as well. What because you get sued? Yeah, by the Third Reich. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not not CrossFit the Third Reich. Yeah, that's what we've got to worry about. Uh, what difference? <laughs> I think we'll. Um, I think we can leave it there, Tom. There's probably more we can go into. Um, I mean, if there's any burning questions, if people listening have got anything else they think we've missed and it was a massive talking point, let us know uh, and we'll, we'll be more than happy to uh, to dive into it in a part. What part are we on now? 15 or something on CrossFit? Yeah, <laughs> part 15. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, let us know and we'll, uh, we'll of course dive into it some more. But I think we've covered the main talking points today. Um, we really just wanted to bring up to that new data as well and it fits quite nicely into this series. But basically, it's just... Uh, Starting on uh, CrossFit as um, as cringe or like, uh, oh, it's bad for you, etc. Oh, it's a joke. It's more of a meme, mm. the stigma behind it. But when you actually look at the data, it's actually no more injurious than just your average weightlifting. It comes with a nice side effect of making friends. That's yeah, do you know what? That's something we've not mentioned, but obviously it's a community. Um, yeah. For a lot of people, that can actually drive or a, you. Or a cult to some people. Or a cult. <laughs> But you know, even cults give you a purpose, like the Third Reich. <laughs> I didn't know whether to go with a Third Reich joke or Heaven's Gate joke, but you can edit that out, I'm sure. Uh, but no, at the end of the day, like, um, you know, it does give you like a support circle as well. And that's another thing that is quite special about CrossFit as well, is that a lot of it is inherently linked to that social support network and it's, it's, it's tribal, you know. And even though we, we've said like you shouldn't go full send all the time for the times that you do need to go full send or want to like you've got support you've got that support to help you get there yeah to make sure that rp9 is actually going to go to an rp10 <laughs> yeah yeah love it oh that was a lovely wrap up there that was lovely that was heartwarming i thought and I think Leon's made another great point to summarise there. Cross is a perfectly respectable modality that's been diluted by all the gimmicks and stereotypes attached to it. And as I said, yeah. man, I think it goes back to what I said earlier. It's the new, it's the new kid on the block. Um, it gets picked on a bit, and because of all that, it gets all these things get attached to it. I mean, they don't help themselves sometimes. I'm not going to defend them completely. They, they don't help themselves, but yeah, yeah because they're and new, I they do get. I a think lot of something shit. we've mentioned in a past episode as well is that, um, like, when you go into things like YouTube, etc when you look at things like gym fails, it just so happens that because of the movements that are happening in CrossFit, 
when you see like these injury and fail videos, they are spectacular. You know, like a, a bodybuilding injury is gr- quite grim. Seeing like someone's bicep tendon just snap, it is grim. It is horrible to see like a powerlifting. It is horrible to see someone like drop a barbell on their chest on a bench press. It's all horrific. It's all horrific stuff to witness. But CrossFit, when you see someone fuck up a kit, you know, it's or, or a box jump, it's uh, it's magic. You say that. You have to stay tuned, guys. If you've not um, if you've not seen uh, the Train Primal YouTube channel, go and watch that. <laughs> go, make sure you subscribe to that because I've got a video coming out very soon where I talk about CrossFit and I've got a perfect clip edited in of someone absolutely sending themselves on a kip and, kip and pull up. It's emotional. Um, it's, it's fantastic. I've seen one video where someone kips and as they fly off the off the <laughs> off the chin up bar, they actually land on a barbell underneath, and it's just uh, yeah pretty horrendous yeah there's some absolute cracking footage and i've put loads of them in the, in the video so that'd be good they, they went from spinal they went from spinal flexion to extension pretty rapid amazing stuff very safe it is it Brilliant. is okay cool uh, i think we'll leave it there mate yeah i'm not actually sure what we'll about next week what are we talking about i don't even know shall we look um yeah go on i guess have you actually go on have you actually got it planned out or are we just winning this no but, but i've got some ideas but i've not actually we've, we're not going in order of the ideas I've got. I'm not sure we've got, Bare we've got some guests boxing, coming on Is it bad for you? So we just done CrossFit. Cockfighting, is it bad for you? I think it's non-organic food. I'd be interested to see the polls on that. I've yeah, non- already, non-organic food. Yeah, we've got an idea. I already have the answer in my head, mm. but uh, I'm going to keep you So yeah, stay tuned. Non-organic yeah. food coming out very soon. But yeah, it's been a pleasure as always. Um, yeah. And we'll see you in the next one. Happy days. As always, thanks for listening. If you are enjoying our content, we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a review slash rating on your podcast app. It only takes a minute or two, but it does make a massive difference for us when growing the podcast and getting it out there. So yeah, if you could leave a review and or rating, we'd be very grateful. We will see you next week, same time, same place for a brand new episode. See you soon.